it's only a kick, a jump, a block, it's only a serve, it's only a tackle, a run, it's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. It's time for Seminole Headlines, featuring Warchant.com's Jeff Cameron, Managing Editor Ira Chauffel, and Senior Writer Corey Clark. Your weekly dose of all things FSU, Pistols and Pies, starts right now. Here's Jeff Cameron. The Seminole Headlines on 93.3 Real Talk Radio. Warchant TV begins right now. That's a good thing. It's Florida State, Florida week. It's Thanksgiving week. There's the boys. How are you guys? Corey's trying to make sure his microphone is perfectly right in front of his face so you can't I, see You him. can't see me at all. I don't even know, like this? Is this how I should sit? This I don't is, think. This is like an SAT question. Everybody can see you just fine. I'm looking right at you. I mean, I'm blocked by everything. You're going to get an. I got this thing. Matthew's going to get a text from Gene Williams in about three minutes. Yeah. Why can't everybody see Corey's face? Nobody's really that concerned. I know you're right, but we'll 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 get it situated before the uh, next segment so that everybody can see every part yeah, of in you. all its glory. Yeah. All right, so we're all in a good mood. We have to be, and as always, we get things started with uh, our friends at Register Sausage doing the right thing. Yay, sausage! I got Zyler here in the chat who says he's going to mix in his Register Sausage with his stuffing. Now, nice. I, I kind of feel like that's a dressing thing more than a stuffing thing. Yeah. Yeah, that's I, and I don't like dressing. I know you, you guys do. are no, no, no. He hates it. I, I hate it. I love it. Yeah, I knew one of you yeah. liked it a lot. No, I'm not. I'm not down with it. Corey's from Georgia, so he has to. I, would, I grew up with it. I, I don't want my register sausage being infected by that nasty stuffing. We we did a Kim. <laughs> You're crazy. Kim actually made a uh, breakfast casserole yesterday with some uh, had some registers in it, and it, man, it's fantastic. You don't need that though. That's the great thing about registers. You don't need to be in a casserole. You don't need to mask it with other flavors That's and other correct. ingredients. It can be on its own. Just the plain natural goodness of register sauce. You don't even need turkey on Thursday. You just know what? Throw some, just throw some registers on the plate and Fair say, enough. eat up, everyone. Some sausage and some pie might be it might be an option, is all I'm saying on <laughs> yeah. Thanksgiving. Yeah. Yeah. Eight and three. Ooh. Eight and three sausage I mean, and pie. I mean, after all of that, though, you usually want to rest and <laughs> chill out. <laughs> That's what, that just happens on Thanksgiving. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, register sausage, you can get it at uh, most of your grocers in the southeast. If they don't have it, you can protest. And if they do it peacefully, but if, if you're outside of the southeast, go to registermeats.com and uh, have it delivered. And, man, I'll tell you what, be looking out for Twitter Probably late Friday night. If the Knolls yeah, beat the, Noles the Gators, win. I'm guessing Ben's going to come through with another promo code, and we obviously will all retweet it. Way to go, Ben. Keep it rolling. And we've had reasons for weeks on end. To, he didn't uh, have one for the Louisiana game, I'm thinking. I don't think he broke one out for Louisiana. The Raging Cajuns? Yeah, I feel like he could have done. sausage over these kinds of ass kickings every week. Well, that's true. It's a good point. Yeah, and like and a they year, are every week. They a, are every week. A year ago or two years ago, if they won a game by – you know, if they're up forty nine to three, he might have just won a game. He might have done a promo code during the game. Yeah, yeah. Oh, absolutely. But just if they had a lead, 
times have changed, man. It's like the hour number two. He's got a different standard now. Yeah, under, the promo understood. Code. Well, the Florida Gator game will definitely yeah. be one that he needs a promo code. We're for. getting real close to uh, Ira funneling and me doing a keg stand and Tom doing a keg stand. I mean, did it's, you, it's all Did happening. you jump on with the keg stands? Is I won't do a keg stand. I'll do something else. I'll figure it out. Like I said, heroin. No, I, well, I'm not going. I'm not going illicit drugs. No. Um, can, you, can you shoot a mio into your, <laughs> your yeah, vein? Yeah, I'll just I'll, I'll straight line a mio. All right. So Ira feels very good about the game. I know that because he joined me on the wildly popular Jeff Cameron show yesterday. Lengthy segment, probably the longest Beefy. of the year. Probably, Legitimately, probably. Uh, and uh, it's not a joke anymore. Why? Why won't you update the picture? I'm. I'm tr- I want to send him my graduation photo, but they. they <laughs> At this point, they it's won't. really hilarious. I know it is. You can't get rid of the picture. People comment about it every time he's on, so I'm like, no, we're not. We're gonna get one where he's like 16. It would be funny if you had his. I picture want your driver's up, license photo, and when then a 16. live picture of him talking next to that picture. <laughs> my my senior year picture might be the way because you get the airbrush, like mm, you can't see right, the pimples the or anything, and yeah. everything's. So you feel good about the game then? I do. I don't know if I feel as good as like Jeff did going into Miami because I th- I do think Florida's gonna play. Yeah, like, I they're do gonna too. compete. And somebody I was talking to. Uh, Friend of mine who's a Georgia fan, I just saw him over. Mm. Not a friend, friend, but an acquaintance. Is he worried about the the no, but yellow jacket? He was just saying that he thought Florida mailed it in against Vanderbilt. They looked so they didn't look even interested until on defense. the fourth quarter. They started to try. Right. It seemed but, like yeah, but but my point was that's not going to be the Florida you see. No matter what happened in their Vanderbilt game or anything else, they'll compete. I think they're in a better place as a program than Miami was. The Miami is. Yeah, I believe they are too. And when they play well, especially their quarterback, when he plays well, they can be difficult to deal with on that side of the ball. I don't think their defense is going to get a ton of stops right. against Florida State's offense. And their so, defense is the worst that they faced during this stretch. I think. Well, it you know, they have better players than say Georgia Tech. Yeah, you they know, don't play I, like they, they don't, don't play. always play that way. Uh, it is fascinating. I. You know, it's really weird. I, I, it's funny you brought this up. You were talking to a buddy from Georgia. I was talking to a guy who's a diehard Bull Gator, watches, goes to every game, and he and I usually like tease each other and bet and all that other stuff. And he said, you know what, Jeff? I think it's as simple as this. If if Florida comes out and, say, scores first and is in the game early, they'll be there all day. It's going to be a good game. If Florida State gets a three and out and goes down and scores, watch out. Florida could get blown out. Well, that would imply that Florida State won the toss, so that's not happening. Right, that's true. But Florida I mean, State will have the ball first. I do think it's fascinating, though. Like, you don't think you don't think Napier is going to choose to be on defense first? Probably not. I wouldn't think so. Well, I don't know. Like, I don't know. Like, Sometimes he might just try to make a he statement. He might want to take like, the yeah, ball first. Yeah. yeah, but but the point he was making obviously is that they're fragile. He thinks they're fragile, and that he's watched. I mean, it is it is odd juxtaposition of Florida doing whatever they wanted to do against South Carolina, boat racing that same team that dropped 63 on Tennessee. It's very strange how that game played out. And then also to turn around and watch Florida, you know, look terrible for a better part of three and a half quarters uh, against the Vandy team that hadn't beaten them up there since 1988. It's, it's nuts. And Florida's been that way, right? Who can explain how you beat Utah and then turn right around and probably should have lost to USF who has one win this year? Yeah, yeah. And, that, and that's the reason I'm confident is not again not that I'm putting them in the same category with Miami, in that dumpster fire that's going on right now. But but I do think that Florida State's better in the lines of scrimmage. I think they've got the better quarterback. Maybe maybe Richardson's a more of an NFL prospect because of his arm, that in his size. Yeah. But I think Jordan Travis is a better player. Right. And I think he'll he is, play sure. better at home. So I mean, there's there's not a lot that would make you feel like Florida's going to win this game. Could they? Yes, but it's not. There's not a lot you would point to if you're handicapping this game mm-hmm. to say, oh yeah, Florida's got these advantages. No, I don't. I agree with you. I I I do think Florida. When you were talking about they'll be better 
than Miami, for example, who had 98 yards over the weekend, I might add. Uh, yeah, I agree with you that there's no doubt Florida will be better because they are more physical. Yeah. You know, they're a more physical team than Miami was. And when they play well, they, they can play fast. Mm-hmm. So I, I, this is a, a stouter test that Florida State has with Florida than they did against Georgia Tech, against Miami, obviously against Louisiana. And I even think with the way Syracuse is currently playing, probably Syracuse as well. So, yeah, I mean, you ratchet up the level of competition. You ratchet up some physicality and speed. Let's see how quickly Florida State adapts to that. Uh, So far, Florida State has adapted to those things just fine in almost every game they've played. You know, you've never watched a game this year and thought, oh, no, they're just not athletic enough. Like, you, you haven't said that. You didn't say that against Clemson. You certainly didn't say it against Wake, and you didn't say it against NC State. There were games last year, year before, we were like, well, they're just, they can't win this game. They're not good enough. They're not good. You won't say that on Saturday. I mean, Friday. And somebody asked in the chat. Or Saturday. So, somebody <laughs> asked in the chat about Micah Pittman, whether or not he practiced today. Corey actually just wrote a quick little story from uh, Norvell today where, you know, he said he expects Johnny Wilson and Micah Pittman both to be available on Friday, which. I think is what we would expect too. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's a good thing, man. Again, you've, you're going going into this game with the weapons you've had for most of these last four weeks, and hopefully the Knowles handled the stage and the setting uh, better than I've handled this microphone debacle because it's not going well, gang. I yeah. still got this thing loopy on my head. I kind of like that though. I mean, it's a cool, it's a cool little uh, accoutrement to my to my head. But that again, I think when you look at this game, if Florida State just plays the way they've been playing. They're going to win easily. I can't stop looking at the court. Well, you can't now. Well, yeah, it's I mean, because you're bald. What? And so it just looks like a like a swirly cue. Like a- what's it even doing there, Gabe? <laughs> what, like, what's its purpose? It looks like when people go bald. I'll be, I'm going to be doing that in about 10, five years. Swirl it around. Swirl it around. Yeah. I mean, it <laughs> almost looks like I have hair now. Hey, the good news is, Corey, we're like five minutes away from a break that has actual minutes in it. We can of fix second, it. We'll, right. we'll it's fix fine. everything. It's fine. Uh, you'll be all right. Make your point. But, yeah, that, that's my point. Like, I, I, they don't have to do anything special to win this game comfortably. I think we all agree that. The only way they're going to lose is if they don't play well. And why wouldn't they play well? The atmosphere, right. it's the all rivalry, been culminating to, to this. The, yes. the, but that's 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 the, my only concern, and I brought it up last week. How do they handle this moment in this rivalry? Because if they don't handle it, if they handle it like they did last year, they're going to be in a dogfight, and they could lose. There are no indicators from Correct. this team right. that they're not going to handle the moment. Right. They went up to New Orleans and handled the moment. Uh, better than LSU. Well, I did. I think the Clemson game they didn't handle it well, but the Clemson game they didn't have Fabian Lovett, and that guy yeah. makes all the difference in the world. Yeah, he's legitimately makes all the difference in that run defense. And I think the Wake game and the Clemson game probably play out differently if he's there, but he wasn't. And I don't think they handled those moments particularly well at home. I just want to see them it, just play like you did against Syracuse. They don't strike me as a bunch now that let much on the outside affect them. I mean, the way they play for each other, the way they execute game plans, the way that they're locked in series to series, they come out the gates playing very well every week these days. I mean, yeah, this is more emotional and more intense than those other games, but they're at home. But Tom and I actually were talking about this at practice this morning because you guys didn't make it, I know. It just snuck up on you. You guys didn't realize it. But, you know, Tom and Aslan and I had it. We had it it covered. That's the thing. when When you subscribe to War Chant, you know that this is a a staff for the ages, and the right. prim- prima donnas can stay in bed. There'll right. be or there'll work be, out. You know, seven, eight different guys capable of being anywhere at any one time. It's what I we got a deep bullpen, we and do. we got a deep bench. I mean, we are yeah. one through five in the rotation, probably the best in the bigs, and then we go to that bullpen, and it's all it's as good as good as you can get. The grunts can go to practice, right? And the talent 
you know, maybe yeah. it'll show up a little later, turn yeah. on a microphone and It's what and I do. do. What hey, do. and I'll yeah. act like I was there, though. But, Who cares? Why are you blowing my spot up, Tom, Ira? Tom, I was there. <laughs> Tom and I were uh, talking about it this morning that they, um, you know, last year Florida State probably was it a place as a program in terms of talent and ability and system and everything else where they probably needed to go into that Florida game with a lot of emotion. Like as a coaching staff, you probably went into that game thinking, let's get these guys fired up. We're, we're, we're probably similar to Florida, maybe a little bit better as a program at that point. They just fired their head coach. But you need emotion. Like that's where Florida State was. They needed emotion. Now I don't think Florida State, the last month or so, I think they've realized they don't need emotion to They're play workmanlike, well. man. Right. That's one, one of the things that's so fun about them is they take care of business and, and they take opportunities seriously. They're focused. They play from the jump. They play hard. They play smart. They don't do a lot of dumb things. I mean – you know, are they a perfect team? No, there's yeah. not not too many of those. But I mean, they're they're really good, and I like that they're kind of almost stoic. Like they, they and that doesn't mean they're not playing within. hard, right? It's just they're Real not hard. on. They're not redlining, which is what happened in that Florida game last year. Yeah, they don't have to though. You you don't have to manufacture when you right. know you're good, and that if you just execute what's in front of you. That's the other thing, and I've said it for weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks. It's one of my favorite aspects of Mike Ravel. He a has the finger on the pulse of this team really well, and then b they game plan. Man, their game plans are always on point. I mean, most of the time when you're watching, you're not left wondering like what. Why? Why? Why was this the game plan? It's almost always like this makes sense. Okay, they're exploiting this. It's just a matter of execution. Well, you can do that very methodically. You don't have to redline anything and try to fake it. It's not that false bravado that teams that aren't very good. I mean, remember Florida State Miami before that kickoff? That was hilarious yes. watching those Miami players. I mean, you would have thought that they were like they couldn't wait to just this opportunity that presents yeah. its enforced it's like man you guys suck and the Florida <laughs> and Florida State's players said that they specifically were coached to handle it that way yeah, yeah. because they knew that's what Miami was going to do it's all they and had that's definitely what Florida is going to do on Friday night they're yeah. going to come in talking to the crowd trying to show that oh the, what happened in these last 11 games doesn't matter we're about to kick your butts but you've got to just kind of play through that and that speaks to that what i was referencing with that buddy of mine where he's like if they do if florida comes out and scores and begins to believe the the false hype right believes what they're trying to convince themselves of now the only way you believe that is to have success right. miami quickly learned all the emotion in the world wasn't going to matter on that night they were going to get their ass beat and they just faded i mean within what Two drives and yeah, at fourteen to three, it was good night, Irene. Right. Whereas, I mean, whereas, if you truly believe in what you've done, like yeah, you, you would think fighting. these players are, even if things do go do go poorly early, you would think that they'll be able to kind of rely on what they've done to this point. It's there's more stability. They're a machine, substance. man. They're a machine right now. I mean, that you go into a game knowing they're going to run for two hundred yards. It doesn't matter who they're playing. You go into Friday night going, okay, well, there's two hundred rushing yards already on the already on the board. What are you going to do? With the passing game and how how are you going to uh, manufacture points? Like how is the, how are those rushing guards going to lead to points? But you know, this isn't a this isn't uh, smoke and mirrors, man. They're going to push Florida out of the way and they're going to run on them. You talked about this, Ira. You wrote about it, and I've I've mentioned it in all the big games this year. Uh, these games become Jordan Travis needing to run. And what I mean by that is they have to show Florida's defense, yeah, I'll run. You're not just going to go hell-bent on our running backs because that's what Florida should do. If I'm Napier, I'm like, no, we're, you're not running on us because that's the quickest way to lose a game and lose hope and you know, absolutely get emasculated is to have somebody bully you up front and run the ball. But I would, I would absolutely stack the box and say no. And I know the counter is that, well, then you're going to leave one-on-one coverage with those receivers. I'm still making him hit those throws. I'm not going to let you run 250 yards on me. But – Whenever they're threatened in that way, if somebody has the athletes to do that, 
Jordan runs. They 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 called runs. You'll yeah. see he did it against Clemson. Did it against NC. He'll called yeah. runs, and I think you'll see that again on Friday night early, so that they have to play Florida State honest, and that opens up the rest of that run game. And if they do that, could be a good night for Johnny Wilson because you know he hasn't had the nights that he had earlier this season. He's going to get opportunities yeah. on Friday, I think. I really do. Because you just can't let somebody run on you. Simple uh, headlines, if I could speak. 93.3 Real Talk Radio War Chant TV continues in a moment. Thanks for listening, headliners. As always, we appreciate it. We made it, guys. It is the start of the season. We would thank all of our sponsors. But right now, we're going to thank Horizons because we're about to go have delicious food and some ice-cold beer. And we're going to enjoy the patio. And we're going to celebrate the return of football. You yeah. sing? I'm not going to sing this time. I, oh, I, I know. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not singing this time. Guys, you know the jingle. You know how it goes. And you also know that if you go in there and sing it to them, you get your meal for free. Is that something Completely we've agreed upon? free. Oh, yeah. I mean, get all the chicken and shrimp unsaid. and everything. But you're not going to sing? I'm not going to sing. Sorry, guys. Y'all act like you don't like it, so I don't want to do it. But what, what we do like, I like the pimento cheese, and I love you the do. chicken sandwich that they have. You're Their chicken sandwich is on point. Like, it's as good as there yeah, is in the, the in the game. It's the 38 thing, it's called. 38 right? chicken it's, sandwich. Yeah, yeah. It's, delicious. it's delicious. I like it. But I always they, get the sun. What is it? sunset or sunrise shrimp. It's the one with the sun in it, guys. It's the shrimp. It's good. <laughs> That's what I was going to say. It's really That's, good, yeah. You get it in the tacos. I do. I get and it we also. get it as an appetizer. That's right. It is fantastic. Uh, All the food is great. Great beer selection, horizons. great people. We sit on the patio. It's mm-hmm. going to be that type Soon of weather during beautiful. football season. We've had celebrations at Horizons before. We yeah. have, man. We go there. You actually have a pretty decent chance of seeing one of us and because we're real, at Horizons really a lot. That's really the draw. That Let's is the honest. draw. That's we might be draw. there, folks. And I was going to say, I've been there for brunch. I don't know if you two gentlemen have, have been yeah. there for brunch. Mm-hmm. But you got the NFL season coming right around the corner. It's going to be, by your listen to this, it might have already started. Go there for brunch, and then you got your direct TV. You can watch your NFL teams while you're eating your eggs. Ira, where is Horizons? It's up on Bannerman Crossing off Thomasville Road at the intersection of Bannerman back there in that plaza. You know who's, what favorite restaurant Santa Claus's favorite restaurant is? Oh, <laughs> I'm not doing it. Almost got him. Almost got him. Ho, 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 Horizons. <laughs> and that's a wrap. <laughs> Seminal Headlines returns now. Head to YouTube and search for War Chant TV today to catch the show live or on demand. Now, here's Jeff Cameron, Ira Chofel, and Corey Clark. You know, after yesterday when we were talking about appreciating this team this year because college football has shifted and there, there is no guarantee that next year will be better. The way that you could grow and watch a program grow is of the past. Now you could lose seven guys to the portal. You could have somebody sweep in and offer more money to your top receiver and you're screwed or whatever that might look like. And we admit that you still want to build a solid foundation and you want it to be rooted in something that um, is is passed on by the veteran players. Uh, and I got to talking about that with somebody after the show and I was thinking that part of it stinks. That is the downside to the changes of college football because where Florida State's at right now would be a telltale sign of continued growth and excellence to be guaranteed next year and the year after. Given the way that they have, we've watched this rise and we've seen this build, they're, they're the kind of thing that you would be able to, I think, predict to be a top 10 next year. You know, like we did this all our lives as college football fans. You'd yeah. watch as the freshmen became sophomores, became juniors, you're like, oh, they're about to be good. Look at this. And they got that kid. He's really coming on now. You really can't do it as much, although I do think. Uh, Florida State will still continue to excel within the transfer portal because of the successes previous. Yeah, on the one hand, it stinks because I get what you're saying. Like they're back in the day, like if you had a, if you played somebody that you don't normally play, they're not in your conference, and you beat them, but they have young guys, and you're like, yeah. man, I don't want to play them next year. Right. Like they're good, but at the same, so that part stinks. 
but you can't be too hypocritical about it because Florida she's State, done really well. Florida State yeah. wouldn't be what it is right now <laughs> right. if they hadn't done that the last two years. And they've been doing it to these other teams. How do you think Arizona State fans feel right now yeah. watching Johnny Wilson or Oregon fans feel watching Trey Benson? Sure. So you've done it to everybody else. Now some teams are probably going to do it to you as well. Noel Kev uh, has contributed to the cause here. I could argue, honestly, FSU's eight, nine plays away from being 11-0 right now. Plays. I know it's what if, but hard not to see how close this program is. Yeah, the program's, uh, yeah, we, we have done this now that they've rattled off uh, these four wins in a row in dominating fashion. You do look back at the NC State game. You do look back at the Wake and Clemson games and think, hmm. You know, had Fabian Lovett been there, had you had a fully healthy Jared Verse in those games as well, yeah. and, you know, what could have been. I try not to do that, though, because most most years, this is a unique year, most years you find some games that you could have just as easily lost as well that you sure. did win. Yeah, the block kick. Yeah, yeah the block kick. If, if LSU yeah, but you kind of controlled there, that game. Yeah, if they go for two, you lose. They would have been stealing it. Yeah. But, but nonetheless, yeah. you should have the lost And then Louisville, the I mean, they had a Obviously, chance to win at the yeah, end. But again, yeah. that was with your backup quarterback and verse and love it. Well, it's why playing. we like them. But I'm yeah. saying, I mean, that you could have lost those two games. Yeah. But you would have thought when this season started, if they were 8-3, and they would have won. Like we talked about after the game, they would have won five or six coin toss games. Like just – and then the fourth quarter, they made the plays. No, man, they're they're wearing baseball caps in the fourth quarter. I, that that's what's so surprising. Yeah, you about never this thought season. you never thought Syracuse and Miami would be blowouts. No, well, of course not. No, and if they if if and it's a big if, but if they blow Florida out, so then you'd have five straight wins and five blowouts. Uh, you'd have seven what I call rocking chair games on the year at that point. You have seven games in which you didn't fret in which the second is, half. That's in, you that's think about the last thing. twenty years. 25 years there's been one other team that's had that kind of number this is that's why every day uh, every game i'm i'm like i don't want to write this again but this ain't normal guys this is nuts <laughs> you know what you need to do you need to take a picture of you sitting in a rocking chair oh yeah and then Ooh, just like just once the game starts going that way just tweet that out yeah. i should i have people tweet pictures of rocking chairs to me when the yeah. game starts going that way which i like but yeah i, I you're right i should just sipping a tea but did you see so you guys uh, we don't we probably don't talk about this stuff enough but like floor the, there's only three teams in the top 10 in the country in yards per play on offense and yards per play allowed on defense and it's ohio state georgia and florida state yeah florida state has ha, has the most explosive plays in the country and has given up like the second least like they're the they have the best explosive rate ratio in the entire country and they're keep it. They're rubbing elbows with the Alabamas, Ohio States, and Georgias. Appa- of the world. Apparently, everybody else is playing great teams every week. Florida right. State's the only yeah. team that's no. Playing. Florida State would have yeah. been lucky to score sixteen against Kentucky. <laughs> I mean, not, no chance they score sixteen against Kentucky. I do wonder. Uh, I like where college football is at more this year than I have in recent years. I love years. it. Yeah, it's and I really busy. wish there was a twelve-team playoff this year, man. <laughs> it would be really fun. It but, would be fun. But that's what's so contradictory to what we all thought in the summer. We were like, mm. this sport is. Dumb. Well, I was I was getting it's angry over. with it. It was in trouble. I mean, yeah. and and because you cannot have a lack of competitive balance, it kills women's basketball. For years, yeah. nobody cares because you're like, well, there's three teams that are any good. You know, you, you couldn't even watch it. I mean, you literally had like an eight seed lose by sixty in the women's tournament yeah. every year. You're like, no, four three seed. or four. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So you're like, this is dumb. So. College football was going that direction. If every year it was Alabama, Ohio State, Georgia, and some sacrificial lamb like Notre, Notre Dame, Dame, well then but what are you we think, doing out here? Like it was always the same teams, but there were some competitive games. I think the problem was is the last three years you had an all-time offense in LSU that was just nuts. I mean, that's right, not normal. Incredible. Alabama then had almost as good an offense. The, the next yeah. year with Mac Jones and all those receivers, and then Georgia had an all-time defense. I think those are the anomalies that just have to be stacked one on top of the other. Yeah, that's fair. You know, I, I think now this is what it's going to be. Georgia, 
look, Florida State would probably lose to Georgia. Yes, I think so. But I'm not convinced of it. I mean, I'm not convinced that they wouldn't be in the game in the fourth quarter. You know what I mean? Like, Kentucky was in the game and Missouri was in the game and Florida State's a hell of a lot better than both those teams. So if Georgia doesn't play its best right. and you do, you're in the game. Well, the problem Georgia... A year and a half ago, it wouldn't have mattered. They, they could have named their score. Yeah, the problem Georgia has is Stetson Bennett's just what he is. He's... Well, they, I mean, it's, you know, hey, you mean national championship quarterback? Is that what you mean? You, yeah. You're going to go exactly on a right. diatribe about how exactly good Stetson right. Bennett is? All I, he does is win games. I am curious to see what – you know, the thing about Stetson, he does he does not shrink in moments. No, so when he, he no, does need to make a play, yeah. he'll yeah. make that play. Oh, and he's tough as nails. Yeah. I'm not belittling him no, in that way. And he's, he's a not, better athlete yeah, than just, you think. He, <laughs> he, really, he really is. He Jim, can run. Jim Rat. <laughs> he's just not special but in any way. So here's what's going to happen, though. December 5th, or when the transfer portal opens – People are going to go back to hating college football again because it's going to be insane how many kids go in the portal. And this, the, because now it's a t- smaller window, and because now NIL money is like, it's people really see what it is now. I think the transfer portal is going to be. What's the window? I think it's th- it's two or three months. I mean, it's a lengthy oh, window, but right. but it's only it's not the whole year anymore. Right. So guys are waiting to get in the portal. You're going to have a ton of guys going in the portal that you don't want to see go in the portal at every school, and that's going to suck in a lot of ways. But I do think it may create more competitive balance, like has happened in the NFL with free agency. What do we What do we know now? I, I was asked about it a ton yesterday. I know it's all over our message boards. People tweet out pictures of it and all that. Sam McCall, what do, do we have any information on w- what we think is going to happen there? Still practicing. And, He's at practice. Know, yeah, my, wearing a uniform. My impression of the the way that was so quickly resolved. My, you know, for people that weren't paying attention, he tweeted that he was going to transfer, and then he was at practice that day, and they took down the tweet, and everything was over. Well, the next day he was at practice. Um, my, my, just, and this isn't getting it directly from me, but just watching it happen, my assumption is they went to him and said, "Look, man, there's no point. There, you can't even get in the portal right now. Finish the season, see how it plays out, see how you do, and then make a decision." So, my, the fact that he was back at practice the next day and has been there every day doesn't mean to me he's definitely staying. And the fact that he looked disinterested, people thought during the game Saturday, yeah. means he's definitely leaving. I just think it's it's going to be a decision that happens after the season. It wasn't a didn't fill you with a lot of no, hope and encouragement, but that, I didn't but, feel that encouraged yeah. when he came back to practice. Yeah. That he that the tweet he made was a full fledged graphic. Yeah, it wasn't yeah. just like <laughs> he got a I'm team mad. to do it. Yeah, <laughs> it wasn't just like I'm mad, I'm out. Yeah. Like uh, yeah. you know. Bobby Hart after a game, or or right. was Kelvin, it? Benjamin. Kelvin Benjamin. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this was you know he had made a conscious decision, and so the fact that he's back at practice doesn't mean anything to me, and the fact that he looked dis- disinterested doesn't really matter to me. It's it's you're gonna lose, but kids, there's gonna lose, you're, you're gonna, gonna lose, lose kids. kids. I mean, yeah, that is that's but that is the deal. Florida State fans should at least go into it with comfort that when you look at these right. last two years, they have overwhelmingly won the transfer portal compared to what they've lost by a. I mean, it's not even close when you think about who they lost and who they brought in. It's oh, yeah. been a it's been a forty nine to three butt whooping it's, in the portal, and and so they're going to lose some guys. But I don't I don't know that Florida State is one of those programs that loses guys that you that contributed this year. You know what I mean? Like I don't think they're going to be yet, poached yet. Let's it's, hope not. it's the young guys that you that that maybe can go somewhere else. I I think that's what you're where you what worry? you worry about. Yeah, well, and, and one of the problems. Is Could that, be wrong though, I guess. If you if you get a kid a high profile kid at a high school, all right, and and he develops and becomes a star pretty quickly you might be in danger because he hasn't used his transfer. He hasn't. Done, you could get poached for a kid like that, as opposed to a kid who's already used it and come here. You're not gonna like it, Johnny Wilson no. now is is a commodity. Hundred percent, I agree with you. Hundred percent, and this is like everybody is. There's, there's been this like standard philosophy. Everybody says the coaches definitely say it. 
But even fans have said you can't build your team through the portal. Well, here's the problem with the high school kids. Yeah. They can bail. They can ride the the hell out now. The kids can't. Right. They didn't do that rule where you can transfer every year that they talked about. That is correct. So those guys that transferred in last year. They're staying. They're they're either staying or going to the NFL. That's what I mean. So that's the thing. Like, you could lose a Sam McCall. He's just just whatever. He's homesick, frustrated, whatever. I don't know. And he can ride. He hasn't gone anywhere. He can just leave if he wants to. Now wherever he goes, he's stuck. Yes. (laughs) Yes. And so I – it is fascinating. I'm more worried about that when you get an emerging freshman, an emerging yeah. so, like see, somebody from afar going. You know, we really need a lengthy corner like that. Why don't you see if he's interested in you know five hundred thousand dollars? I think right now you would be more the the one that I would think that you'd worry about only because you don't know how the rest of this see, who's coming back. Maybe another kid that's a recruit is somebody like a Rodney Hill that just doesn't see play, just For doesn't sure. seem carries. And well, you, I don't if you got any, seven running backs, you're going to lose one. Yeah, I mean, and so you can't begrudge a no, kid like no. he wants to carry the ball. We get it. I, I, I just, I still maybe I'm naive. I don't think Florida State is one of those teams that gets poached. I think Florida State does the poaching. Well, two things. One is with Rodney Hill in particular, and some of those guys. What program is going to be able to go to him and say, "Listen, man, we're going to put you in a better position than Mike Norvell puts his running backs in." Right, nobody's going to find that. Yeah, Mike Norvell and running backs, man, they succeed. They, they all do. succeed. Doesn't matter if Jay Sean Corbin or Trey Sean Ward or or certainly Trey Benson. Walk ons, I mean, transfers imagine. with one knee. It doesn't matter. Yeah, with the, this but, guy. but at I'm some not, point, it does become a numbers game. No, though. it yeah. does. Do. But I'm just you saying, mean, like, there that's a factor. It's yeah, not I'll like agreed, you're, you agreed, know, if, if you weren't if you were where Florida State was three years ago, yeah, man, you'd be in deep trouble. Yeah. And isn't it also encouraging, like like you mentioned earlier? Yeah, so you're, you'll lose some guys to the NFL or maybe some guys transfer. Man, you've done so well in the portal without being this program. Now look what you are yeah, after two years. Now you have wins years. to offer in wins addition and to all draft, the other stuff. And draft proof. Yeah. Like, come to us and we'll make you a first or second round pick when, you were, when you're from Albany or you were a backup at another school. We can enhance what you're doing and we win games. Like, I just think the, the pond is going to get bigger with this portal class too. Well, and, and then it's going to be interesting to see how they manage it because I do think it's a balancing act. You you are trying to build these high school relationships like weighing and, some sand. Yeah, yeah, like you got some perhaps sand up right yeah. there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. well played. Yeah, yeah that's <laughs> that imagery all in all, in all time. Yeah. In all time explanation. <laughs> <laughs> the looks on your guys faces. So what are you doing? <laughs> With the with what was it AP boat was it like we were out yeah, talking about an AP yeah. boat yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, this, you're balancing you know how you weigh sand in a <laughs> the scales of justice yeah <laughs> Seminole headlines ninety three three real talk radio war chant TV continues in a moment hey headliners and elite headliners it's Ira here and it's time to talk Shopify as you remember a couple of years ago we wanted to create and sell headlines merch for the best podcast listeners in the world. That's you. But we had no idea where to get started. Now we're selling Yay Sausage shirts, and it's so easy. All because we use Shopify. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. Whether you're a startup working out of your man cave or IPO ready, Shopify is the only tool you need to grow your business without all the struggle. Shopify puts you in control of every sales channel. You could be selling Don Julio socks from Shopify's in-person point-of-sale system or offering headliner shirts from Shopify's all-in-one e-commerce platform. Whatever you need, you're covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, up to 36% better compared to other leading commerce platforms. And you can sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. 
What I love most about Shopify is how no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up today for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash warchant, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash warchant, all lowercase, and they'll help you grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Go to shopify.com slash warchant. Seminal Headlines returns now. Head to YouTube and search for Warchant TV today to catch the show live or on demand. Now, here's Jeff Cameron, Ira Chofel, and Corey Clark. I'm excited about getting to these headliner questions an hour two. Put it out, a bunch of them just now. We'll get nice. to as many as we can. We this could is, start them early if we had to. I mean, we could. We could. What, what are we at? We're at 40 in. We got we got plenty still to go here. Mm. We're going to be on. Yeah. Basketball team won last night, guys. Hey, so Taylor Swift, did you see she won the, the uh, <laughs> Artist of the Year? Well, yeah, I, I mean, wondered I, this if should we be were going to go. It should I be a, won- hey, there we go. It should be every year with Taylor Swift. I wondered if we... What if a I debacle was- that turned out to be. Like, Stephanie was lucky to get those yeah. tickets because mm-hmm. the next window just got blown up. Yeah, Kim told me she got uh, two for... Well, shoot, never mind. Hey, hey, easy killer. For our kids. Yeah, 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 was it a surprise yeah, for a kid? Yeah. Your kids don't listen to this show. They, they don't might even know what this friend. show is. A friend oh, of listen, a friend. if you're listening and you're friends with my kids, don't do, do that. Do not tell them yeah. that they may have a little Christmas gift. But anyway, she was saying that they uh, apparently she could sell them for a grand each. Yo, uh, but yeah, or 3000 each. Sell them. Yeah, that's why I told that's what I said. Yeah, sell them. Good God. But the basketball team got a win, man. They did. They did get a win, and they and they had a larger rotation, and yeah. so it was good. And to I see. like what I saw out of Cleveland a little bit. Looked more like First himself from last year, all year. Naheem been... McLeod plays hard. Can we get a choo choo? I gave you no. a choo. I gave a single choo. Did you like give a, a sneeze? Choo? I just went choo. Like a, it's like <laughs> a sneeze. All On Twitter, choo? I just went choo. Yeah. <laughs> That's all it was. Uh, choo. I was just happy there was a win. Just, yeah. Just choo. Not gonna go winless this year, gang. No winless. It could be a two-win week. That's right. They play a few games this week in uh, in Orlando. There are a few people pointing out that when the football team went 0-4 and got a win, you wore some champagne. Basketball team went 0-4 and got a win. No. That was against Syracuse. That was against Garrett Schrader and Dino Babers. This wasn't against, I mean, who'd they beat last night? Mercer? Come on now. And, you know, I'll grant you when it was 62-60 with seven minutes to play. (laughs) After blowing a 16-point lead? It was up. I was a little nervous. I thought, thought, here we go They will not win a game this year. (laughs) Those 16-point leads go quicker. Yeah, they sure do. Ain't nobody give away a lead like that. (laughs) It's crazy. There there it is. That was it last night. Capital C, though. Yeah, I did. Just shoot. Well, it's the start of a sentence. uh, (laughs) You're you're a loyalist to Grammar. <laughs> no, I, I that's all I could do. I was like, okay, we're not going to get silly here. But I was really worried they were going to choke that away. Yeah. I All jokes aside, we'll move back to football. I have never seen a 17-point lead evaporate as quickly as the one they had against Florida. I've never it, seen that happen. It was so... It was bizarre. And that's not they, the, that's not Joachim Noah and Al Horford's oh, no, Florida no, team. No, it, that's a team that just lost to FAU. Yeah, yeah. It reminded me of... My daughter's middle school girls basketball games when they sometimes and her middle school coach who we love Keely is uh, listen probably listening to the show she listens she's a big fan of what we mm-hmm. do and uh, man they had a couple games well actually it was the year before she coached but anyway where we couldn't get the ball past half court like you'd play a team <laughs> yeah. that was just loaded just dominant and it's like man can yeah. we and that's can what you call like. the dogs and let us play some can offense we, can at we least? just can you just let, wait let till us get, get past across, that line yeah. get across the timeline and, that's yeah. all we're asking yeah. no man back in I mean that that. Florida, I mean, it was ridiculous. Florida State couldn't get the ball past half court. 
it was strange to watch too. They're like, okay, well, this is different. They found themselves. They're playing hard here. You know. Oh yeah. We'll First, see. Yeah. Nope, nope. They're back. And then all of a sudden, you're like. All right, so we're up seventeen. Okay, it's down to nine, and it's a one-point game. And now they're <laughs> now they're down by what double figures. Just happened? And it's not, <laughs> I don't think that Florida team's a Final Four team. No, so, no. So yeah, I don't think so. You buddy. expect that when Duke rolls into town? Ooh, my goodness! But the Florida point, just lost FAU. The the thing to point out here is that the the rotation is growing. Like they yeah, are, yeah, yeah. They're getting guys back. You might see a little bit more, some semblance of depth, which gets them in games longer and opportunity to win. I don't know. I think our games. I think our perspective as parents helps us evaluate this basketball team right now because we're like, you know what? Bless I their see, hearts. I see. Well, I see some efforts. I see some. Yeah. Yeah. You know, uh, yeah. Yeah. That yeah. wasn't as bad as last week. Right. It's kind of how we were with the football team last yes. year. We're like, hey, it wasn't as bad as 2020. They were in most of these games. They do yeah. compete. They do fight hard. And uh, that's just kept going this year. It's funny how you you adapt emotionally, mentally to whatever situation you're in. Like you go from lofty expectations of yourself until you absolutely fall on your face and realize yeah. you're not capable of doing what I'm you thought you could do. I'm anything. just not great at this. I'm just not great at this. And you can adapt. You're like, that's, yeah. that's okay. Yeah. I'm going to find my lane. I'll, you know, yeah. it's like you have no choice. And you do that with your kids, especially. Like, okay. He's going to the league. Yeah. Well, maybe okay. he'll make the team. Maybe he'll make yeah, a freshman make a, baseball you know, who team. Who knows? Maybe. maybe it'll happen. You just don't know, right? This basketball program, we're like every year, all right, this is a Sweet 16 team with a good matchup, Elite Eight, Final Four. Now we're like, okay, all right, so let's get you a win. Yep. Just get you, <laughs> get you a win, get that taste. Just, just You want them to feel good for a day. Just get you a win, yeah, maybe grow a little bit like. of confidence. And there are a lot of reasons for it. I know, I know. It's, it's unsettling, but. They did get a win last night, and they may get another one this week. That is the good news. Back to Florida State. We're going to get asked about it incessantly. Uh, I haven't asked either one of you. Ira, specifically you, since you were holding it down at practice today. Uh, I know we can't get very, very specific about players' health. The health of the team going into this game, still good? Everybody feels pretty good about it? Yeah, no, I think it's very good. Um you know, I, I, it is late in the year, so it's not like everybody's, everybody's 100% got bumps healthy. and bruises. Sure, um, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I, as far as we can tell, I think the guys you expect to be out there are going to be out there. Yeah, the guys that make the difference for you yeah. are going to play, and that's and and they have. It is interesting because that's the other part about this. When you think about some of the teams they've just massacred lately, a lot of them have had a ton of injuries. And I'm not yeah. saying that Florida State wouldn't have won this game. That's just natural. Yeah, but here's the but thing: Florida State's healthier than most of the teams they're playing right now. And Corey wrote about this today. You can read it at Warchant.com. If you're not a subscriber, ten bucks for a year. You got just no ten excuse. bones. Good grief! But Corey wrote about it today. This is what we do, I guess, as, as media people and as fans. Is like you you can always find the reason to be concerned. So the last month. Florida State's players have not played a lot of snaps. On defense, he broke down all the numbers. Jared Verse is playing like 20, 25 snaps a game. Right, right. Lovett's playing some less. Yeah, Fabian Lovett hasn't played more than 25 in a game Beautiful. since he came back. Offensive yeah. line's been playing like 50 snaps a game as opposed to 70 or 80. So all those are good things. But then you start to ask yourself, well, what if we get into a full game? What if well, we, what get, if we get into a war? Well, they ought to be more there, fueled and ready to go. Is there any concern about that? I don't have that concern, no. I, I in, in fact, any rest that you can get these guys, and they've been able to give them ample, as you're pointing out, is a good thing. Uh, they they are repped into shape long ago. That happened time and, you know. So, no, I don't think it would be much for them to have to amplify the intensity for longer periods of time, especially not in a rivalry game and maybe not even in a bowl game, depending on what that bowl game is and who you're playing and what kind of contest that is. But I, you I mean, agree, Corey? 
I do. Yeah, I do. But also, I don't think they're like Jared Verse isn't going to play 65 snaps. That's not how this defense operates. You know, in the second or third series, they're going to have, you're going to see Patrick Payton. But it could be 50 as opposed to 25. Yeah, no, but I I think, I think the adrenaline also of the, if he's playing in that moment, well, there's a reason. It's a close game. And I think the adrenaline will get, will get you through that. Fabian Lovett, maybe worry a little bit more about because I don't think, other than LSU, he hasn't played a lot of snaps all season. So, I don't know if maybe uh, his conditioning is to the level where he could play 55 snaps. But again, I don't know that they'd want him to do that anyway. He's probably a 40-snap guy, as most defensive tackles are. It's a showcase game, though. I mean, for some of these guys that are thinking about leaving, this is a showcase game because you have like athletes. So, you know, I mean, when, when you're an NFL team, you're not looking at the tape of them destroying Louisiana. You're looking at the tape here, and so they, those guys know it. I mean, Jamie Robinson knows oh, yeah. what's at stake here. Fabian Lovett knows. Yeah. Jared Verse knows. This is the tape they're looking at. They're looking at LSU. They're looking at Florida. They're going to look at some teams, you know, Clemson. Um, so I would think that those guys see it as a great opportunity. They want to win the game. They, it's a rivalry matchup. All of those things are true. But there is, and it's fair to say, there are guys that are going to damn well aware that this could shape their draft spot. So if I mean, they it, in, I just thought of this because it's Senior Day. And, uh, you know, we I, I don't expect Jordan Travis to walk, Ira. I don't think you do either um, on, on senior day. I think all of us probably expect those three defensive players to leave. Jamie, Fabian, Jared. Mm-hmm. It, 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 we could all be surprised. Yeah. We yeah. all expect Marvin Wilson and Tamari and Terry to leave, and they came back um, to great acclaim. What <laughs> <laughs> a wonderful season. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, COVID happened three months later, and then the world, Florida State's world fell apart. But, um, but I think – if you get this offense back in its entirety, which I think there's a good chance, I think we all think there's a pretty good chance. I can't imagine the excitement go. No, win or lose this game, I can't imagine yeah. the excitement going into going into next season because you will have coming back again one of the five or ten best offenses in the United States coming back almost intact. You're gonna have to replace some guards, which is a big deal. Those are good guys. They also have 700 guards on the roster. Yes, and the portal is wide open again. Right. But you have all this talent coming back. That's that, I just feel as a Florida State fan that gets you really, really excited about next year too. If you have a concern, is it – and I know I, I know what the counter to this is. I, I do think in the recent weeks I've taken a step back and thought, boy, the ACC sucks. I don't think Clemson's real good. Wake has fallen on some hard times. Well, not what conference the way they are were. they going to be in next gonna, year? But I was going to say, <laughs> is that no, the no, counter? No, no, no. I'm talking about Florida State's recent successes, right. and I'm looking at the overall big picture and thinking, hmm, now Florida may not be able to exploit that. It may not matter. Uh, and no, maybe there aren't any great conferences right now. Uh, it's just that I, I do think the ACC is down this year. I do, I do believe that. I don't think it's very good. North Carolina losing to Georgia Tech is certainly a bad look. Uh, man, I tell you crazy. what, that, that makes you feel even more impressed by what Florida State <laughs> did right. to those jackets. I, I Are suppose. you kidding? 600 yards against that? They, they somehow made Zach Gibson look pedestrian. <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, Carolina made him look like <laughs> but, Joe Hamilton. You know, I don't think Syracuse is any good. Any, I don't think NC State's very good but right you know, now. you know, man, I, think, I watch a lot of SEC games, and I'm not really super impressed with a lot of those teams either. No, I don't. Th- uh, we, we did say earlier in the show that it's there's more balance this yeah. year, and I, I I agree with that. I think Big 12 has been the most fun to watch. I think the Big yeah. 12 has been probably and I, the best and I conference hope to watch TCU this year. gets in the playoff. I think they deserve it. But I, but going back to what I was talking about with this offense coming back. Oh, and what then, you'd be excited about, yeah. And then you look at that schedule next year. Oh, yeah. I know. But I we, mean, it sets up, and we never know. We're 12 months, you're nine yeah, months away. Right. You never know what roster. Well, there's are look always like. a surprise team, yeah. and there's always a disappointing team. But you will so. go into next season. If, if the right guys come back on that offense, you're going to go into next season with more realistic high hopes 
than you've had in a long time. Now, you've got to get some guys in the portal, to, you know, some defensive linemen. You need them. But if you do that, which you've done every year since Norvell's been here, I think you go into next season thinking you have a potential ACC championship team. You know, there's a chance. We'll see what happens. I mean, Jared Verse has a chance. He may be Defensive Player of the Year. He may be ACC Defensive Player of the Year. He leads the conference in tackles for loss. He's right there in sacks. Like, if he has a couple sacks Friday, he, there's a chance you could have back-to-back one-year ACC Defensive Player of the Year. That you got to think that's a pretty good marketing that's tool. A nice draw. When the portal opens up. I got my man in Illinois just waiting to send him that brochure. Well, Newton. I'm sure they are too. I mean, yeah. I, I, yeah, I think, oh, um, yeah. I'm sure that they are too. Well, all within the rules, they're not going to tamper. We're not playing that kind of game. I would it's tamper a every game. day. I'd be tampering I know, I right now. Too. I'd be in. A, I'd be would, in champagne. I'd be listening to, to this show, going, "I'm tampering right now." Well, <laughs> I'm I would him. be tampering. Well, tamper Cameron. Yeah, it'd be me. They'd be like, "Oh, it's Cameron again, tampering." <laughs> he keeps calling our players on the regular. Yeah, I would. They would just know. They'd be like, "What's up, Jeff?" Yeah, just another day of tampering. But That's it, all. <laughs> isn't that crazy that we're at a point now where you watch this team? I I, I, to, I was telling this story on Wake Up War Chant. Like I was at Corner Pocket, surprise, surprise I, on Saturday night. Really? Yeah, isn't that weird? And Tennessee and South Carolina were playing. USC and UCLA were playing, and there was another game. Yeah. And these are pretty ranked teams, highly ranked teams. And I'm like, man, I think Florida State would beat all these teams. Maybe like a drum, some of them. Like, USC, I, they, they're going to score 50 on. They might give up 55. I was going to say, Caleb UCLA, is going to score. <laughs> UCLA, they would beat. I think UCLA, they would beat like a drum. I just think they would. I, I, UCLA hadn't seen a defense like that. Like, nobody plays defense out there. Florida State is one of the more complete teams in the country. And we can say, yeah, yeah, they're beating bad teams in the ACC. But they're beating the bejesus out of them. That's the difference. They're not just sneaking by. They're they're up forty nine to three or thirty eight to three or forty five. Well, to three. and that's the case for them being a really good defense is that they're not just winning; they're dominating. Yeah, and I don't I know do that they're think, really good. I don't think they're really good. No, I, think I don't they're either. good. I just don't think they're really. They're, good. I, they have a really good offense, and I think a pretty good defense, and that is a great combination. This sure, year. sure. The I do. You know, people bring up the the fact the losing streak, and if Lovett have never gotten hurt, and if maybe. You know, those two or three plays didn't happen in the Clemson game where everything kind of got sideways, and that's fair. But you also don't know, and I think this is the point you were making, you don't buy into that because you don't know that this team would have been what they are this last month if they mm-hmm. hadn't gone through that. Mm-hmm. You know, from from a whatever happened, whatever happened to them during those three losses, I think somehow has made, in the way they came out of it, has made them more confident and, and more resilient than they were before that. Because I steal the resolve, right? I mean, they're a team that could have crumbled in that situation because you couldn't argue at that point that uh, your dreams were still out there in front of you. You'd lost three straight. They're not out there in front of you. I'd like to liken it to when I missed the show the one time for eating the chili cheese Fritos, the whole bag of chili cheese Fritos. I didn't let that define me. Couldn't. No, and that's look not at me who now. you are. That's not I haven't who you touched are. a Frito in months. I had a guy come up to me and say, "Do you think Corey will ever be back to himself?" Right. I said, "Oh, he probably is right now. If I called him right now, Corey'd be the same chipper, ready to you know, yep. quip, make jokes, and talk right now because that's just who he is. Don't worry about him. He's like, I'm worried about him. I don't think he has that kind of character. It's in my DNA. But Much I told like him, this it's Florida there. State it's football it's team. Yeah, yeah. You got to project it more. People doubted you, and I got rid of my gallbladder. And since then, right. look what's taken off, guys. It's like, like it's like a pariah on the team." You got to let yeah. him go. Yeah, this guy's messing up the works. The that gallbladder. Was, that was my this gallbladder. is not who I am. Get out of here. Who would y'all say is the gallbladder on this team? On the team or the show? On well, on the show, it's Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> on the team, hmm. it's probably not well, one, I, right? I, I think we may have mentioned him. Well, maybe, but uh, I, I, we I, may have mentioned yeah. the guy already. I think that he's probably... out there. He's out there practicing. Um, well, but yeah, look, and that's that's the beauty of what this program is now. 
is say just for a hypothetical, you do lose a Sam McCall. That's not great. He was a very high recruit. He's a freshman. He might be a very good player. I think most of the fans watching this, and if they heard that, would be like, all right, man, have a good one. Norv- they right. trust Norvell. If you're going to be a problem, we don't want you around this program. Two or three years ago, you would have been begging people like Sam McCall. I, I, I don't mean to define well, him like that. No, but, I don't know the kid. Well, I, but what would have happened, though, is people would have judged the coaching staff. Correct. That yes. They blew it right. yeah. as opposed to judging changing. the player. Now, and <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's a good point. Yeah. And yeah. the reality is you think about, like I brought this up with John Papuchas today, about Sidney Williams, because he's exactly the same thing as Brendan Gant. Did you watch Sidney Williams on special teams last week? Well, he does that every week. He he's, does, yes, but man, yeah, like every he's week. another guy. He used to start. He was the starter. Yeah, yeah. Safety, yeah. Then got hurt. Now he's a third-string linebacker. And, and, but, but he'll still plays ass. like that on special yeah. teams. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that, well, that I, makes the guys who aren't bought in, now they oh, look it, awful. They, they look, look like a pariah. They look awful. You're right. They, they look, look like a gallbladder. Yeah, they are an awful, a, a sludge-ridden, <laughs> stone-infested gallbladder. Because, again, you've had members of this team come out publicly and talk about how much fun they're having playing this year with this team, this coaching staff, this group, how much they love each other. So if you're the one guy that's going, uh, I don't think this is for me, then everybody's like, well, then it's you. You've right. got the problem, man. Now, hopefully they'll work through it. And we'll it'll see. all be yeah, fine. Yeah. But if it doesn't, people aren't going to be mad no. at Mike Norvell. No, right. And when things are going wrong and you're losing games and lots of guys are upset, then it does reflect poorly on the leader. But if it's yeah. an outlier and you're winning right. a bunch of games and everybody else is happy, then, yeah, it makes that person look bad. You can never, though. I mean, he's young. He's a kid, right? Yeah. We don't know if he's leaving or not. But if he does leave, he is just a freshman. People get homesick. Who knows why he wants and, to go? And I, the I thing I would remind people is that this is a different age with social media. We've said it a thousand times. But when we covered this team in the 2000s or 90s, when you were, we first got here, a lot of guys have either contemplated or even told coaches they're quitting the team, they're sure. leaving. Yeah. But they Didn't Buster, Buster Davis, Davis Buster left Davis, the team he officially. Went on for like four yeah. days. He's yeah. gone for like a I whole remember week. when it happened. Yeah. And, and so, but that was poor social media and it kind of. It could be resolved a lot quicker. He came back and apologized. They let him back he in. Pu- he turned out the, to be really good. He's a pretty he good football the, player. He yeah. pushed a piece of wood up and down the field every day as punishment every, for, that's right. for the entire season. Hour number two, headliner questions forthcoming. Stay with. 